Hi, I'm John Fiorillo, Eric's little brother, and you're listening to Motivation and Muscle Streaming Radio 24-7 with host Eric Fiorillo. Do more, be more. The information presented in this podcast is not intended for the treatment or prevention of disease or any medical condition, nor is a substitute for medical advice. The information contained here in this podcast reflects only the opinion of the author and presenter and is in no way considered required practice. Welcome to Motivation and Muscle, the podcast that connects your brain to your brawn. Hi, this is Eric Fiorello, and I want to welcome you to Motivation and Muscle, streaming radio 24-7 today is the 22nd of July, 2019, if you can believe it. I mean, big time. Uh, we got our pal Paul Firepower Gray coming in here momentarily. We've been having a great discussion on many, many things here. And I was telling him he was in New York a little while back in Elmira. And the weather here, I mean, besides all the rain we've had, the humidity has just been nuts. Last night I trained, and of course everyone's saying, oh, you shouldn't go, do you know, are you sure? It was 107 in my garage, and I was training the Hoosa Steel Stone from just below mid-shin. Did a massive 350, and what I do is I run a specific band, because I'm talking about all John and I are doing with the isometrics with everything. So I had to pull that thing through this band, and it is so heavy that if you hit it the wrong way, it'll literally shoot you right back down. Hit it, went through it, it was great. And I was doing a lot of supersetting. My brother-in-law was over here doing some stone stuff in the earlier part of the day. Um, I have a specific one. It's probably around 180 pounds, but it's very long, rigid all over. Um, I had it up on a cinder block because obviously we want to keep the tension off the lower back you know, with pulling the hoose of steel. And I did a number of other things, some neck, some grip, obviously, calf work, and we wrapped it up. Um, as Paul and I were talking about, and this might be a potential next show, um, I'd really like to get into talking about heat and training because um, what I did last night was balls to the wall. But, see, I didn't use a lot of movements, and I got out of here. And then as we were talking uh big buckets of cold water I doused myself five times last night when I was finished and the whole time I was training I had a towel I kept wetting it um, because I was telling Paul I'd put it on my skin and my skin would be bone dry like within it seemed like when you when you're you eyelash you know um, it was so friggin hot out there but you know one thing I've learned over the years is you don't back down but you do it smart when you train smart like that, you gain. So I'll be ready. Uh, today's Monday. I'll be ready either Tuesday night or Wednesday morning to roll again. It's supposed to cool down. It's raining here on and off right now. So we'll see what happens. But you know what? It's not the end of the world. And everyone is poo-pooing everything. Don't live that way. Don't live, But you use your head. Secondly, um, stand up. Take a deep breath through your nose. Out through your mouth. And repeat after me. I am a winner. I am a champion. I am unstoppable. I, You know how many times I said that to myself last night? I mean, 
over and over and over again. And every time, man, it's like another lift, laying on my back, alkalining my blood through breathing. Uh, just incredible stuff then came in. And as I was telling you, know, I've been studying Wim Hof for a while, a lot of the breathing and all that. You know, I'm up to seven minutes now, ice cold shower. Um, I want to get up to at least 15. Today I'm going to go out and buy a couple bags of ice. I'm going to put my feet in them, and I'm going to put my fists in the other one. And I'll get into more of that down the road. Uh, very interesting things that I'm seeing in my body, my mind, all that great stuff. Um, go out to FiorelloBarbellCo.com, winners and champions. That is my premier product. Get out there and buy it. It's 14 modules. I talk through the whole thing. You like sandbags, rack work, rocks, rowing, all kind, high shrugs, all the good, good stuff that's big and delivers. Well, that's your product. It's digital. You can download it. It's a piece of cake. And you need any help, you know, my, my I will help anybody. You buy my product, I will help you. It doesn't even matter. I've helped so many people that haven't bought anything. That's just my nature. But, you know, that's what you need to do. Speaking of helping. Um, go out to FiorelloBarbellCo.com, our Prosperity Conscious page. There's a $25, $50, and $100 investment in Fiorello Barbell Company and Motivation Muscle. And I'll tell you right now, it'd be very helpful right now to start getting some investment because I'm out of here three days a week minimum doing a job that I don't want to be at, that I don't want to be around these type of people. But we have to pay the bills, and it's big bills to pay just for this platform um, and as I said, I don't charge subscription for the show, and I'm going with the idea that you will invest and you will buy my product, Winners and Champions. And that's not a lot to ask for the quality and content, and the people on here are the best in the business, the best. And the thing about them all, like people like Paul, they genuinely care about people, and they genuinely are part of the family here. It's not like some fly-by-night where, oh, yeah, you had that guy, and that guy was big. Where'd he go? I don't know. We haven't talked to him now in four years. We're not doing any of that stuff. Consistency will win every time. Also, too, go out to motivationmuscle.com slash category slash podcast. Go out and look at all the shows Paul and I have done. Also, too, um, sign up for a free newsletter on motivationmuscle.com that goes right out to my mailchimp account and you know how content rich we are anything i put out you get also too another big investment come on in here and advertise here um we're going i'm sending after i get done with uh, our show with paul there's a couple big names i'll be sending emails to and that's what i'm doing right now and we're going to go after again through Sirius it looks like and we're going to contact another 350,000 potential players coming in here. That's a lot of stuff I'm doing now. It is very um, currency heavy. That's why I'm asking for some input from everybody. We want to get this show national as fast as possible. And as I told Paul offline, 2020, I feel, is going to be something that's going to give people whiplash with what's going on here. Because I won't let up on it. Never will. It's like it's like a kid. Kids to me, I would never turn my back on my children. I'd give my life for it. It's the same way here. That if you have that mindset, you win. Um, also, too, don't go out to our YouTube channel, Fiorello Barbell Company, Real Men, Real Strength, Real Power. 
there's two men here that fit that bill, no problem. Um, and that's what we believe in. Now, I'm going to give you some information about Paul, and we're going to get him in here momentarily. Now, number one, though, if you're not familiar with Paul and I, or if you never heard of Paul, I want you to go out to MotivationMuscle.com, um, and you can type in Paul Gray, P-A-U-L-G-R-A-Y. These shows here are just absolutely off the hook. Number one, you should definitely listen to Environment Anybody. The Mind of a Missile was outstanding. It's Only Words, that was one of them. And I'll give you a couple more to go out and look at. There's a ton of them. Look what the cat dragged in and mentally contaminated was that was unmerciful, that show. It was just so, so good. And before I give you the bio on Paul, um, we're going to talk about a uh, – this is going to be such a great topic, standing room only. Now, let me give you some information on Paul right here. Just let me bring this up. Okay, and number one, we're going to welcome the owner and head trainer at Firepower Gym. He's a mobility trainer and an accomplished martial artist with over 30 years training in various styles. And Paul, I'm not going to say anything, but Paul's got a lot of stuff on the back burner right now he's working on. Um, he was up my way, and there's a gentleman that he's very close to that we are going to get introduced and would love to get him on the show. Um, and just the shows have just been outstanding. If you've been listening, I mean, the one I did with Dr. Wong I put up yesterday, Attitude. I mean, that thing just burned. Great show, too, was Dr. Ariane Messimer, brand new to the family. Wait till you hear her story. Roger LaPointe was back. It had been probably almost a year. We did a great show called Solve It. And Dale Dugas' show, to this date, like so many of them, called Obsession. I mean, that thing is just hammered. And on that, before I bring Paul in, is this. Right now, if you go out, and you're interested in anything that Dr. Dale Dugas has and does, he makes some killer liniments and obviously structural um, herbs for your body. And I've had some stuff going on with my hip, and it feels so good. I'm going to the chiropractor a week from day, today again. But right now, you can get 20% off all of his products. But you have to put in M-M-J-O-W, that's, that would be Motivation Muscle Jow, J-O-W. So go out to dalegugas.com slash shop, put in the uh, M-M-Jow, and send them a note and say you heard it on Motivation Muscle, and away we go. And on that, I gave all the information on Paul. Paul, welcome back to the family. It's always an honor to have you in, brother. Hi, Eric. I can't wait for this one, mate. I can't wait. Give out. The website, any way people can get a hold of you, and we'll get this thing firecracking, brother. Will do. Um, you can reach me on Facebook. I'm just on as Paul Gray, and on Instagram, it's Coach PFG, which is my kind of pseudonym, or Paul Firepower Gray, the, the way some people know me. Um, my website is Coach pfg sorry www.coachbfg.com that's where i have all my educational resources and as well as being the head trainer at firepower gym i'm the head coach and founder of art of functional movement which is some of the things you mentioned about on the back burner um we've got a completely brand new platform for that coming out very very soon 
as well as a new training system called Structural Strength. So it's been busy. It's been busy, my friend. Ah, I'm glad, though, man. It's like um, got to keep moving, keep moving, keep moving. That's how I say every day we take another rung on the ladder because it's like anything. The ladder, most people get very comfortable at a certain point. I'm going to be like uh, Jack and the Beanstalk. I'm co- I'm going to the heavens with it, man, totally. I mean, I just can't stop, can't quit, love it. Wouldn't matter if I had $100 billion right now, I'd still be at work every day, every day. We might be doing it from a different vicinity. It could be Iceland, it could be Scotland, it could be Italy, but we're always going to be doing stuff. That's dedication, and that's why you win. And, wh- and I'll tell you one thing. I wrote this morning, you know, telling everyone that Paul was coming on, and One of the things I always like is I always put some type of phrase in. And today, I said this show is going to be brain uh, jarring and whiplash (laughs) style. So we're going to talk about right now. I'm going to start it off and give it right to Paul. It's called Standing Room Only. And I got thinking about this uh, the other day because I knew Paul was coming in. And we always do some pretty awesome topics. And Sometimes when you hear the name, you're like, I wonder what these guys are, are getting at, you know, and, and to me, that's the intrigue of Eminem totally. I thought about both of us, you know, we're working very hard to build companies here to become the big shining light out there in the world where they say, Paul Firepower Gray, Eric Fiorello, Motivation Muscle, FBC. And what does that mean? And I said, what do we do? And when I always say that there's going to be a time when a bunch of us are going to be standing on stage in in front of 100,000 people, and they're saying, how did you get to Z? What happened between A and W, X, Y? What happened? And that's where we shine. That's where we come through. And we tell our story, and we tell them that, you know, being having the ability to create is something that to me it is like one of the greatest things that we're all endowed and we all are so don't let anybody tell you you can't but as Paul and I have been talking about restructuring rewiring all these different things with the brain the frontal lobe the reptilian and I know we're getting in this and and I don't want to confuse people but if you've been listening to our shows you listen to my solo stuff you can see Steve Cotter, too. You can see where a lot of things are starting to go here and how things are changing, the attitudes. I was with my brother-in-law the other day. We took a trip to Connecticut just to go look over his old stomping grounds. His parents are still there. We went to a place uh, called Frank Pepe's. It's the most famous pizza place probably that you never heard of. Right over from Italy, I believe, in the 20s, they've got all the old pictures of his family out in front of the business and and this, that, and the other thing. And we hung out for hours, and we really got to talk about so many things. And the standing room only, like, popped in my head when we were talking because the way we were talking, and he's, you know, he's a big-time football coach and a teacher, and he played semi-pro ball, and that's Danny's father and Maggie's and all that. You've heard me talk about him. 
you know, I got, I, I got thinking, I was like, you know, you're looking at these successful people and, and, you know, back then they were very stoic and, you know, they had the whole garb on they, you, and they took things very serious. And now you look today, I believe it's his grandson that's running the whole corporation and they've branched out quite a bit. I think they have eight places now. They're based, I, I think it um, was near Brantford, Connecticut was the first one. It's still there. But my point is this. Maybe not cognizant you realize that this could happen to you. But when I talk about Paul and I in standing room only, it's like, what were the things we did to be able to stand in front of people and enjoy it and relish it and spread that inspiring tone to people where they're standing out there with their jaws dropped? They're like waiting for the next word, the next sentence. These guys are all out there together, and they're talking among each other, and it's like Paul and I are doing. You have this big round table, but everyone's included because I want everyone to come in, not only to Eminem and Paul Firepower and Gray, but I want you to come in here and start dreaming. Start thinking about you standing in front of 100,000 people, and it's not impossible. I'm here to tell you. Paul, myself, this came from nothing. Both of these companies from a seed. And I owe it all to my brother Jimmy and, and and weight training. My parents, obviously, too. If I didn't do this stuff and I didn't have Jimmy, I don't know where I'd be right now. I know I'd be doing something great. But this is me. This is like, you know, when we talk about Hulk and Gamma running through your blood. I told my brother, you know, lately when I'm training, it feels like my blood is just pulsing. My muscles are pulsing all the time. Why? Because I'm finally connecting the way I should be. Paul, I know that was long. Take it away, brother. Yeah, I was really curious when you sent me the kind of the message yesterday saying, you know, standing room only. I was like, right, where is he going to go with this? <laughs> I, had a, yeah, I never know. I never know. That's the fun part. And just for you guys out there listening, um, Eric doesn't like to give you a load of prep. You know, he doesn't like to give you a heads up a week beforehand and then really explain um, what his topic is because he likes to, it to be off the cuff and spontaneous. And it's it's fun. It's fun for me because I, I get to kind of try and figure out where his mind's going with these things. And with Eric, that's not easy. <laughs> <His mind. laughs> so it, it was cool. I mean, uh, the, the one thing that kind of struck me was from what you've just said about how do you get to be the guy that stands up and speak from the heart and tell their story or have have an interesting kind of business or have booked booked the odds, booked the trend? And for me, it's a combination of a few things. And one of them is that I, I never, ever allowed myself to get too comfortable. Mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't know how. Um, I didn't understand how people kind of enjoyed comfort. I mean, my brain's a little bit dodgy anyway that, you know, most people crave being comfortable. But as a kid, I kind of didn't understand the appeal of easy, the appeal of comfort, the appeal of um, contentment, feeling, well, I've done enough. That's what I mean by contentment in that in that case. I've done enough. I, let, let's just leave it there. To, to me, I craved being uncomfortable, 
not necessarily mentally at the time, but certainly that kind of physical discomfort that pushes you a little bit where you have that little voice in the back of your head saying, you know, stop, stop now. And you've also got the other little voice going, screw you, dude. Yep. Going you know, and you, you, you got to decide. There's that, you know, you know what it's like when you're training. There's that moment when it's, it, you kind of think, which one should I listen to? And I never allowed myself to, to get particularly comfortable. So that's one thing. I think being comfortable is the killer of dreams because we just settle, don't we? We yeah. don't decide to go past that point. And we, we also lose the ability to go past the point of discomfort. It becomes a big deal to us. And that doesn't mean, you know, thrashing yourself to death. It just means pushing the edge, pushing the envelope a little bit more, even if it's not every time, if it's every second or third time. And that creates a mental attitude where fear kicks in, when you've got to take that leap of faith. You know, if you can do it physically, you can do it mentally. I do believe that, you know, the body follows the brain, but sometimes the body's got to take a certain degree for the brain to realize as well that it, it can do it mentally as well. Um, so the, the other thing combined with that is an innate curiosity. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't allow myself to get too comfortable with things, which allows me to push the envelope, which allows me to do things that a lot of people can't do, but also having the innate curiosity to want to try in the first place. Yeah. That what if that what if I like the taste of that strange-looking food? That what if I can lift that thing? Or what if I can't lift that thing? Then what am I going to do? How am I going to deal with that? Am I going to give up or am I going to think of a way around the problem? Or what if I actually do like heights, even though they scare the shit out of me? What if I can climb that wall? What if I can get better at, you know, yeah, rowing? You know, and I think a lot of people, I think especially in the school system, that's kicked out of them early Definitely. on. That curiosity, it, you know, um, you must conform, you must conform, you must conform. And I, I didn't know how to conform as well as I didn't know how to sit comfortably for too long. Right. And it caused me a lot of problems because I just, I, I wouldn't conform even when I should have. So, you know, there's definitely a fine line with, you know, conforming to some things, but not becoming complacent in just following the crowd. And that's what I mean by don't conform. And we're kind of brainwashed from an early age to do that. But I'm fairly lucky in that I'm either stubborn enough or dumb enough not to kind of fall for it. So don't get comfortable. Don't allow your curiosity to be killed and know when not to conform to anybody else's standards. And the the only other thing is I can say learn how much you can take and then push the envelope on that as well. And I think that is what got me to where I am now. Yeah. And considering my past and, you know, I, um, I'm not really going to go into that. Maybe one day we will. One day we'll tell my backstory, but... I don't like using my backstory as a badge of honor. 
Right. I've been asked to write a book about it many times when I've spoke to people personally about it. I'm not ashamed of it. I'm happy to talk about it, but um, I don't like using it from the point of view of kind of advertising, you know, and as a badge of honor. But considering the things I've kind of dealt with, many would break, and that's a yeah. fact. I'm not yeah. running around saying I'm special because of it, but it's just it's it's that mindset. It's that attitude of I won't conform how much can I take yep I can take a little bit more and embracing being the black sheep you know, yeah. embracing being the non-conformist embracing being not having the same dreams as everybody else embracing being you know innately you and that's what makes people stand out because I think when you stand up in front of people and speak there is a point where everybody in the room will turn around and go, at some point I've conformed and that's why I'm not there. Yep. And usually, you know, if you're not a complete douchebag and you, know, you tell <laughs> the story from a, from a caring point of view and, you know, you're not just trying to kind of make money out of telling a story. You're actually doing it to help people. People will get on your side and people will say, yeah, you know, I couldn't have done that or I would have given up or I would have got comfortable, complacent or whatever. And they recognize something within themselves that maybe needs to be addressed and, yep. and it's on them whether they have the the power to address that or not, it's on them, but at least then they were, they're aware. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's, well, that's probably my take on that. That's, that's what well, I thought. Well, when, when we're talking about being in front of an audience or it could be five people, it could be something, you know, you could go to anywhere that's got an event and speak. The one thing I find with all this, and you made reference to this a bit, People have forgotten, as a child, as you're growing, there's this there's this sparkle in your eye. There's this, you want to capture things. You want to learn things. You want to do it. And, and, and a lot of people just dismiss this. And I think one of the things to be successful, at least what I'm finding and have found is, in a lot of ways, you have to have that childlike mentality. And that means that, you know, you look at young kids. I look at my the two little ones, Maggie and Danny. And all the kids are like that. But I look at them because of their age. And unless they're told, nothing slows them down. They go out or they construct or they do something athletic, whatever it is. You know, when I was over there a couple of weeks ago, you know, it was hot as hell, obviously. Danny's got the sprinkler. He's out there all by himself. Of course, everyone's around. We know where he is. And I go out to say hello to him. He's having the time of his life. He could care less about anything else. That's something that people lose. And I don't think they appreciate how unique that is to be able to go out and entertain yourself with a sprinkler. Now, when you take that type of mentality, that thought, that fun thought, and plug that in to what you want to accomplish, what is going to stop you other than you? 
Now, yeah, we know there's failures, there's bumps in the road, there's even holes you fall into. That's part of life. You know, I, I love to hear people say, well, they're rich, they don't understand. Millionaires and billionaires have problems every day, folks. I know you've been told that, that they don't, but they do. Can you imagine these Fortune 500 companies, wherever they're being run, and you're the top banana, and you've got to have people that you've got to trust. That's what Paul and I were talking about. Trust. Unique. They can pull their own weight. All right? And all what's so unique about all this stuff, especially like when you're standing room only, is this. We talk, I talk constantly about tentacles. You know, Paul's friend. We get him on here. There's another tentacle going to somebody else. I've got some other things in the works with some big people, too. More tentacles. They like you. Tell a friend. Etched in stone. Tell a friend. Motivation muscle. Tell a friend. Fiorella Barbell Company. Tell a hundred friends. Okay? You're taking your brand. You're taking your creativity. And you're taking your dream. And you're taking that childlike mental thought where you enjoy everything no matter what that's a big thing i'm finding with rewiring now i was saying to my brother-in-law the other day when we were on our trip i don't remember being this happy ever in my life right now and most people would say i don't know how you can be happy when you got two struggling companies and you're not anywhere near what you made before financially well you know something Money is very vital, but your happiness is more vital, and the money will come through your happiness and through your thoughts. Life is not one angle. It's got multiple facets all over it. Do you have to take them all on at once? No, but you remember what I always say, what you think about most is coming to you whether you want it or not. Why don't you think about being happy? Why don't you think about going out and getting more clients? Why don't you think about getting more advertising? Why don't you come up with a platform? Maybe it's been done, but you do it 100 times better. We talk about helping people. Success. And one thing I've talked about on the show, it's great to want to help people. It's great to want to put out products. But here's the thing, folks. You need money. Okay, I know a lot of people have plenty of negative things to say about money, but if you want to get your mission statement out there like I do more than ever, if you want to be a national radio show, if you want to be in front of 100,000 people with Paul and whomever else, you damn well better know how to put the rubber to the road. And a lot of the rubber to the road is called currency, as the great John Ridge would call it. You have to do it. And if you have a hang-up on money, then guess what? It's going to block anything you do. This is all part of rewiring. Your subconscious mind, I believe, is 95% of your thinking. You have 80,000 thoughts per day. Now, if all you're thinking about is what happened yesterday, guess what? You just went down the pipe again. This is what Paul and I and so many other people are conveying to you right now over and over again. This is not some type of BS we're throwing at you, but it's like everything. You want to stand up in front of 100,000 people and tell them your story and get them so fired up 
Hopefully when they leave there and two days later they said, ah, I can't do it. Hopefully out of the 100,000 people, even if we get five, that's huge. That is a huge gain. See, the last thing I want to do with anybody, because I've been hammered so hard through the first few years especially, and I could still get it. You never know. Promises all over. I need three grand. I need four grand. I need two grand. We'll get the website up. You'll be making ten grand. What a load of shit. But as I, you know, Paul and I were talking about some things, and I do believe he was right, but I'll always say, like Steve Jack, I shoulder the responsibility. I don't blame others. These people, I allowed them to come in because they were recommended. They had great reputations. I don't know. One guy said to me it was supposed to be so good. He goes, I'm not really sure I really understand what you're trying to do with these two companies. I said, well, you didn't mind just taking $3,500. Why didn't you tell me that before you took my money, you fuck? But see, it doesn't matter. All that stuff doesn't matter anymore. Because this is when we're up in front of people and and they're saying, tell us a little bit about the lineage of what was going on. Well, so the first thing you better make sure is you're very careful whom you do business with. Well, what do you mean by that? Especially with websites, because they're all going to tell you you need a web new website. And if you don't have a new website, you're not going to make any money. That's a load of shit. If people can get to your website and you have good, good content and you have ways to get a hold of you, you can you can make something real pretty down the road if you want. But as long as you're functional, as long as people can understand what you're talking about, Put a little video up, you'll do fine. You don't need to go and invest $10,000 you don't have to go and become successful. That's my point. The radio station here, wouldn't I like to be in a professional studio right now? Absolutely. But you know what? This is fine. And what's unique about it is I feel more, and I don't know, I've never worked in a professional studio, but I feel like Paul and I and so many of us, our family are in the same room when I talk the way we do it through Skype. Paul, take it away. I'm going to go on for a year. It's all yours. <laughs> yeah, one of the other things, that, one of the other thoughts about this standing room only was for some reason the the phrase, you know, the last to the party kind of popped into my head. Yep. And the metaphor for that, which it, it fits, I think it works, was, um, you know, that ideology of being fashionably late to the yep. party kind of became popular yep you know everybody wants to be the guy or the girl that walks in fashionably late halfway through the party everybody's dancing everybody's having fun the food's there there's only standing room on the dance floor and they want to be that that person they don't want to turn up early and have that kind of boring uncomfortable sit around while people turn up part and it became kind of fashionable to do that and to me yeah i see the point i'm not really a party person and i'm not really big on being around groups of people like that i like to be around my own small group my own kind of people that think the same way as me but you know, the converse thought dropped into my head in, okay, it's become fashionable to be late to the party, but why is that? Mm-hmm. Why do people like to turn up late? Well, one reason is it makes them the center of attention. Yep. 
they get to turn up when everybody's already there. Everybody sees them come in the room. Hey, Barty's <laughs> here. You know, yep. John's here, whatever. And everybody makes a fuss over them. Sorry, I'm late. Sorry, I'm late. You know, blah, blah, blah. And they, they're kind of twisting, you know, somebody else's celebration or somebody else's party, house party or housewarming or whatever, and making it about them. Yep. Which people do. People do that a lot. How can I twist this occasion to give me that kind of orgasmic gratification that I need? It's 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 a Facebook like. I'm just getting a load of likes from a load of people because I walked in fucking late. <laughs> let's let's think about that for one minute. <laughs> you know, you walked in late. Yep. You know, the the person that should be getting the likes is a guy. You imagine it's a house party. It's 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 John's house party, and you're John's friend. Yep. And you're the guy that turns up early when nobody else is there, or there's two or three people there. You don't know them. You're uncomfortable. You have to talk to them. But hey, you're a fucking adult, and that's right. what you do. And then you go, John. What do you need? You need help with food? Yeah, yeah. I'm doing it. You need help with this? You need anything moved? You need that table moved out of the way? Let's do this. Let's get it ready. And you help. You help create the party mm-hmm. for everybody else to enjoy. Um, and by the time it gets to be in standing room only, you're probably the guy that's with John, greeted everybody, spoke to everybody, got to know people you didn't know. Um, and you might not even bother with the dance floor. You might be sitting in a corner having a drink with two or three cool people, enjoying everybody else enjoying the party while Bobby walks in late and gets the applause. <laughs> and you know what? Fuck Bobby. Excuse the language, but screw Bobby. Yep. I want to be the guy that turns up my health my friend and probably doesn't even get a pat on the back for it. And that is the mentality that will make you successful. Mm-hmm. Not turning up late for the instant gratification. You know, the lazy way. I'm not going to go there and help and create the party. I'm going to turn up when it's in full swing. These people don't make successful people because they're lazy and they're only in it for themselves. The people that are successful are the ones behind the scenes that turn up early, create the party, work hard, work hard, probably stay after everybody else has gone to pick up the beer cans. (laughs) Yep. They're the ones. And that's what the standing room only meant for me. Yeah. No, don't, I don't be late. Turn up early. I agree because, you know, um, it's never about you, I, or anybody. If you're going to make it in what we do, we're all, like I said, the tentacles all connect. And this, this is where we've come with Eminem is Clint, Clint Darden said to me, Three years ago, just an incredible lifter and guest. And, you know, if you know anything about Clint's gone through an awful lot of stuff. I go back and forth with him. We are doing everything we can, not only with his health, but his young, his little boy's health. Um, We want to get him back in here. But, you know, family comes first. You got to take care of those things. He's our family, though, believe me. And he said to me one day on the show. He said, Eric, I can't 
foresee everything you're going to be doing, but he goes, there's one thing I've noticed about you and, and Eminem. And I never even thought about this. He said, you're going to have a lot of people come and go through this show. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, because of the way you do things and the way I can see you're mapping things out, there's going to be people probably even a month, two months, three months, six months to a year that just aren't going to fit the bill anymore. And he says the show is very intense, too. And not everybody is set up for intensity. He says it's nothing against you. But he goes, you're you're going, I'll, I'll say this in my own words, you are forging a path that maybe's not been done in what you're doing. You know, there's a lot of big names out there I know that get, make a lot of money. And they're like, well, you ought to hook up with this one, that one. I don't care about any of that. This is motivation muscle. This is me. This is my voice. This is my family. And we keep growing it organically through here. Nothing against any of those other guys or gals. I've always say, you know, I, I wish you the most success. But I don't need to do anything with them. Nothing. I don't, I, you know, I don't, I don't care. Because I'll say this and I'll say it over and over again. You, you need to get this guy on or we introduce you to this one. And, you know, you might hear back, maybe you don't. And he, I'm not going to get into the names because everybody knows these names are huge names. But I'll tell everyone, and they kind of go, whoops, it sounds like they hit pull the emergency brake as you were going, you know, 65 miles an hour. I said, them, 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 they're not going to make me my first million. And they're like, what are you talking about? I said, I'm the guy. Well, and then they could say, well, big ego. No, it's a fact of life. If I have the biggest uh, strongman in the entire world on, all right, to have half Thor on. Is Half Thor going to really make motivation muscle a national radio show? It'd be nice if he could, but he won't. It's Eric. It's my work, my thought. Now, Paul, Thor, any of these guys, do they help? You bet your ass. They're big cogs in the wheel here with me. All right? But most people won't even admit to that they don't have the balls to that if if someone in the audience said to me on stage eric was it this one that one this one that got you to where you are i'd say they helped but they did not well what did i did do you remember i said about shouldering responsibility there's so many facts in this show here today entrepreneur weightlifter boyfriend girlfriend Brothers, sisters, you've lost. Parents, maybe it didn't work for you with them. Maybe you were a kid that was not treated well, et cetera, et cetera. And we see more of it now. Maybe it was always that way, but I'm sure it's more now. And with the advent of all the media, it's even pushed that much harder. One of the biggest things here at Motivation Muscle with me is this. I know the past is hard for people to get out of it, and this is why you see so many people just failing, failing, failing. And one thing I've learned about rewiring is this. You'd be amazed that as you keep going over these facts in your life that could have happened 25 years ago, and you can't get rid of them. You don't know how, number one. But here's the thing that's very interesting. As you keep bringing these old things up that were very painful to you. You know, you hear people, I broke up with a girl 20 years ago. I've never been able to find another woman. That's a load of crap, but I'll tell you why. 
in your brain, okay, we call them stress. They're stressors. And after a while with these things, if you keep thinking these thoughts, eventually you will get some type of catastrophic disease that will kill you. And we can all die of something. We will one day. But what ends up happening with the, and I'll call them hormonally, because all this stuff goes into your endocrine, your testosterone, you name it. Every hormone, that's what we're talking about here. Especially like all the cold water stuff I've been talking about off Wim Hof. Is this, they begin to make you feel good. Okay, because you're generating, we're chemicals. Every time you think about, well, geez, I can't find a girl. It's been 20 years now. Suddenly the body emits these chemicals. And you know what? It has a good feeling to it. Well, when you start doing that, how are you ever going to change? The body is set up to protect you. That's what it's doing. But it's chemically releasing anything any type of hormone, whatever it is, to basically self-correct you so you can survive another day. This is what I tell people. If you're living in that type of soup, you damn well better find somebody to help you or go out and start investigating things and get yourself straight. Is it going to happen next week? No. It could take you 25 years. But in between that span and 25 years, you're going to see a change in your body and your mind and your spirit and if you believe in God, you're going to see things happening to you that you can't even imagine. You're, like I said, when I talked about, you know, the show definitely is going to give you a whiplash or it's brain jar, uh, jarring. This stuff is brain jarring. If you got the balls, I challenge you to do it. You can talk to Paul. You can talk to me. You can talk to anybody. I challenge you today on July 22nd, 2019, to finally think of yourself as a genius, of somebody that's worthwhile, that somebody's got something to offer the world, of someone that will find someone that they love, because they need to be loved and you need to love. All these things, get out in that garage, get out in that driveway, get in Paul's gym, and thrash yourself and come back for another day. And I'll leave you with this, and I'm going to give it to Paul, and Paul can summarize everything, and he can take his time, obviously. I will leave you with this. I expect to see and hear at least from five of you, I don't care if it's 10 years, 20 years from now, that you're doing a standing room only. I challenge you that. July 22nd, 2019. Paul, summarize everything. Give out your info. I'll give out mine, and we'll get ready for August, brother. Yes, sir. Um, just one little comment about what you were saying about who helped you with motivation and muscle and who's responsible and which big name. And it's not ego and it's not arrogance for you to say, well, I did it. Eric did it because you're the creator of this platform and people like myself are just contributors. Um, we're lucky to contribute and it's always a pleasure to contribute, but to try and claim that we're responsible or somehow, you know, it was through us that you got popular or got successful would just be plainly wrong. So it's not arrogance. You are deserve 
deserved, if that's the way you pronounce it. Yep. You deserve the um, the recognition because this is your baby. You created it. We only contribute. Just like I created structural strength, you could contribute some very important things to it, but you didn't come up with the concept and make it happen. So that that's just the way it is. If people turn around and say you're arrogant for telling the truth, that just reflects on their um, insecurities. Oh, yes. That's more about them than anything else. Um, uh, go, going back very, very briefly to being the last at the party and being the type of guy that will you know, be successful by doing the hard work, usually without the recognition. Um, they're not the popular one usually as well. The popular guy is Bobby that turns up late. Um, <laughs> but going back to, you know, two movies, I always like to finish on a movie. Very, very popular right now are the three John Wick movies. Yep. And maybe less popular, but in a similar vein, are the two Equalizer movies with Denzel. Um, about Robert McCall, the character. And and all of those movies I love. I love John Wick, I love Robert McCall um, and The Equalizer. But it came up in a conversation just last week or the week before when we were talking about John Wick. And in the beginning, in the first film, he is a guy that has been a killer and he's left that life for love to be with his, his wife and she subsequently dies. And anyway... Long story short, he ends up going back into the the life to yep. avenge something that kind of tramples on his wife's memory. And, you know, fair enough. It's an action movie. But the thing is, is he's bettered himself. And he, he, the character is about his redemption and his evolution into a better person. And he has this skill set. And he needs to use this kind of violent skill set to deal with the situation. We can forgive him that because we see the character's redemption. We see why he he's he's had to use it. But in the second one, the character actually moves away from his original rationale. And he, he, he starts reverting back to the person he used to be. Mm-hmm. And in one more so everybody's saying how the third film is amazing and what have you and don't get me wrong i love keanu reeves and the action films are phenomenal but the character i've started to disengage from because we no longer have a man that tried to be a better version of himself and a better man Mm -hmm. of for his his wife we have a man that the minute the shit's hit the fan he's reverted back to the man that he chose he didn't want to be. And he goes more and more down the rabbit hole and he's completely reactive to the situation. He almost switches his moral compass depending on the stress of the situation that's happening. So he's not necessarily even a hero anymore. He's actually an anti-hero stroke. He's just as bad as everybody else. But you just happen to like him because he's the hero of the story. And that's where it started to lose me. Whereas Robert McCall, Equalizer, the films are probably not as popular, mm-hmm. even though you know, Denzel is Denzel, you know, right. greatest actor of the generation. But the thing about him 
is the action is based on a character and the character doesn't change. He has a moral compass and he sticks to it regardless. And his character is super prepared for every eventuality. He's the guy that got to the party early, not just turns up halfway through and reacts to what's going on. He's a successful one because he's got a plan for every eventuality and he's always, always ready and prepared. And he's usually three steps ahead. And he's an older guy. He's not as fast as he used to be. But the, the, the whole thing about it is he doesn't switch his moral compass at all. He does the right thing at the right time, regardless, every single time. And they're more enjoyable films to watch repeatedly yeah. because of the character. You're invested in the character. And again, this is what, to me, makes success. It, it, pe most people out there switch their actions dependent on what they want at that given time. So they'll profess one thing, but then do another just to get what they want for that instant gratification. For that moment, they walk in to the party and get the applause. You know, they'll almost invent a reason to be late to get there. Whereas... Robert McCall, people like you, people like me, we don't do that. We don't give a shit for the likes. We don't give a shit for the pat on the back. We just do the right thing, and we turn up to help our friend. We, we stay late, and yeah. Well, you know, uh, Paul, too, like, not to interrupt, but just I'll, I'll make it quick. You know, the Bobs of the world and, the, and, and this and that and the other thing. Let, let's face it. We've seen it on Facebook and a lot of other things. Oh yeah, they 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 made this that and the other thing, and they opened this, and then suddenly a year or two later, what happened? They went out of business, they had a nervous breakdown, or they just couldn't do it anymore. You you hit it on the head. You are you and I. I'll just say that because we're here talking today. We're not in it for the sh see. This is a difference. This is where people die in business. You and I aren't in it just to make something real quick and get out or ride on that glory for a little while longer because people don't even have to do anything to you. The market will always dictate where you're going. And like yourself, I'm in it for the rest of my life. It's physical culture. This is not, and it has never been, even before both of these businesses came to fruition, it's always been about the lifting. It's always been about getting better. It's always been about if someone asked me to to tell them, why do you lift? What do you lift? What do you you know? Where do you want to go with it? I can't give you every answer, but I can give you quite a few that I'll probably spin your head around like a top. Why? And they're like, how do you think? I've had my brother-in-law say to me, and I mean, Dan's a smart guy, great lifter, great football player, obviously father, husband, you know, and teacher. There's no doubt about it. I think the world of him. But he's come to me a number of times with stuff that, you know, I had to have my buddy Alex build, you know, weld, whatever. He goes, how the hell do you come up with this stuff? And I said, a lot of it has been out of necessity from training alone. Number one, safety is paramount. Number two, I have to have things that duplicate things that are not in the United States. And number three, I just like being that way. That, I, I love that. I And Paul and I were talking, it's not ego. It's not ego. I don't give a damn about any of that stuff. I'll be honest with you. 
I don't really care if you like me or not. But there's one thing we do here. We put out an A-plus product. And someone must like me. The, the amount of shows that are starting to download is insane. But if you're only looking for applause and being the last one at the party to walk in, um, your shelf life is going to be very short. I know maybe to some people they don't care. You know, we make a lot, we get out, we go live the life we want. Good. I, I, there's nothing wrong with that either. But when you're committed to things, when you've given your goddamn hind teeth to it, you damn well better stay in it for good. And we were talking about living 130, 105. Maybe you can't do what you did at 45, but who cares? Everything is going to be relative at that time. That's the beauty of everything. That's the beauty of standing room only. That's just the beauty of telling people your story and inspiring people. And as I said, I would love to hear five people from this show 20 years down the road that said, I listen to you and Paul Firepower Gray, and I'm a multimillionaire. Or I'm married and I have a great family now. Or the best thing, I love myself. Sorry to interrupt. Finish up, brother. Take your time. Yeah, that's cool. Thank you anyway. It's been great as always, Eric. Um, I'll just finish up by saying I do have some new products on the way or some new certifications and workshops on the way, new platforms. You can reach me via Facebook Messenger email, which is paul at firepowerfitness.co.uk if you're interested in seeing where we're going or even if you have previously done the AFM certifications and you want to know where the new platform is going. Um, it, there's, a, there's a lot going to change in the next year or so which will position me where I choose to be. Um, I've, I've got the reins to, for myself now so it, it's a case of being able to create things the way I want to create it and that, that to me is one of the keys to success too. Um, I can express myself in the way that I want to which you know makes me feel happy so I'm not I'm not constrained anymore that's that's kind of cool so um, follow me on Facebook follow me on Instagram come along to coachpfg.com and um, maybe buy some of the downloadable products if you want to get a heads up on the prerequisite essentials for the courses I'm running or just hit me up with a message to ask exactly where you need to be and I'll always get back to you. So thanks, Eric, for that. It's been a pleasure as normal, my friend. Always, Paul, and we'll help you out any way to promote your stuff, so don't be shy. Um, this is Motivation Muscle Streaming Radio, um, 24-7, obviously. couple things. Go out to FiorelloBarbellCo.com, winners and champions. Also, get involved here. Invest in FBC and M&M. You can go right out to Prosperity Consciousness on Fiorello Barbell Co. $25.50 goes right out to my PayPal account. It only goes in the business. Nothing else. That is what we have to do here. So, please contribute. Also, too, <clears throat> excuse me, go out to MotivationMuscle.com slash category slash podcast. As I said, go out and look at all the shows that Paul and I have done. This show, I'm hoping, if it's not up Tuesday, it'll be midweek because obviously I get back to work and that, you know, that's 
I get home, do some stuff. Usually I'll work on it at night. But I am going to do my best to get the show notes done. Then it'll take me about another hour to put it in production. But that's okay. So we're going to get this up as soon as I can. Um, let me think here. Don't forget to go out to our YouTube channel, Fiorella Barbell Company, Real Men, Real Strength, Real Power. Also, too, um, if there's a show you'd like Paul and I to do, Fiorello Barbell at nicap.rr.com. Don't forget, we're on iTunes and Stitcher. Give us a five-star review. That's what we've gotten. We're on um, Google Podcasts, and we are on Spotify and a, a number of platforms. Also, if you want to get Eminem in your car 24-7, that's pronounced A-H-A directory. Aha. Also, too, as I said, if... Um, if someone seeks you out in the gym or the concrete jungle, five words can change it. You can inspire or put somebody the rest of the way through the ground if that if you so choose. Go for the first. Help. Even if they don't do anything, you might get them thinking. And when you get somebody thinking, you never know what spark is going to go off. So do that. My mom, when we were kids, would always say, Never be afraid to say hello to someone or give them a smile for that day. You never know what people are going through. And they're going through a lot of shit right now. And a lot of it is of their own. But this media that they can't get enough of is 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 literally killing people. They're committing suicide. Come on. Also, too, if you're going to lift it, bend it, break it, twist it, press it, pull it, squat it. If you're going to lift stones, turn them into dust. The great Hoosa Steel Stone Crusher Stone, which we call Domination. I put that up on Etched in Stone today. If you haven't joined, join up. Etched in Stone for kids, join up. It's all out on Facebook. I put the Domination Stone up. Brutal stone. So, as I always say, we clear cut the path. We don't follow anyone's. Dominate, obliterate, and dent everything in your path. No one will ever clip our balls, and as Russell Fur says, when I listen to your shows, I swear there's testosterone dripping out of my speakers. It's a tidal wave now, getting higher and wider, brother, but we always thank you for being part of the family. John Ridge, my greatest business college professor, repetition, repetition, repetition. Quitters never win, winners never quit. My dad be a leader, not a follower. Be a leader, not a follower. And John Ridge, it's coming up on his four-year anniversary in August when we lost him to cancer. He would have standing room with patience. He would walk everyone to the door and open the door and say, keep smiling. Do that paradigm shift on your worst day. Keep smiling. It will change how you feel. Um, Be a steward of strength. Don't stand on the side of the road and watch the world go by. Tell a hundred or more of your friends that we're coming because we won't kick your door and we'll blow the roof right off your house. Join up with us. Join with the family. Send these shows out. Listen to them with your children, with your husband. Get involved. We need you and you need us. And before I sign off with Paul, I'll say this to the day they put me in the hole. You're all winners. You're all champions and you're all unstoppable. And the proper way to say it is, I am unstoppable. I am a champion. I am a winner. Use I am. If you don't know what it means, go out and look what I am stands for. You need to start doing this. Paul, 
smoking show. I can't wait to get this up, see what the uh, family thinks of it and our new listeners. And it's always an honor. And thanks for being here today, brother. Uh, You're welcome, Eric. Thank you. Always a pleasure. Yes, sir. So, as I said, we'll have this up by the middle of the week. Um, Go out and do something special today. Go out and make a difference in the world. The world is asking you that. And you can ask the world, too. But it always feels good to do something because the more you do, the more good things are coming your way. I promise you that. Have a great rest of the week, everyone. We will talk to you soon. And never, ever, ever give in. Never take no for an answer. Thanks for listening. And we will talk to you soon, as I said. Thanks so much for listening to Motivation & Muscle, the podcast that connected your brain to your brawn. We'll We'll see see you next time. time.